Do you love God? I'm not asking, do you go to church? I'm not asking, do you have an emotional response during praise and worship in a corporate setting? I'm not asking, do you have a position of service in your church? I'm not asking if you carry a Bible. I'm not asking if you have Christian friends. And I'm not asking if you listen to Christian music. I'm asking, do you truly and deeply love God? There's man's ways of evaluating that answer. And then there's God's way of evaluating that answer. And God's way is obviously the way. Man may judge your lack of love or your fullness of love for God based on how you respond in church. And if you go to church and how often you go and the outward and external appearance of how you carry yourself and how you seem to live. And God would answer the question based on what you do in private and in secret, based on the intentions and the motives of your heart that no one will ever see. And biblically, God bases your love language to him off of your obedience. Jesus says in John 14, if you love me, obey me. Meaning you can say you love me. You can emotionally respond to me. But if you really loved me, there would simply be obedience in your life. Sometimes people have their hands lifted and tears are streaming from their face and they're laying down in the altar and they carry their Bible and they don't miss services and they, they respond to the teacher and the preacher when they're ministering with passion and power and anointing. But when they leave, God tells them, go this way and they say no. Or God says, give this and they say no. And God says, no, I don't want you in that relationship. And they continue in the relationship. Or God says, I want you to go there, go. And you say, no. And so God clearly depicts love as obedience. If you love me, you will obey me. If you read the Bible you see those words in red, which are the words that Jesus said, and they show us how to live and they show us how to respond and they show us how to pray. And we don't live that way. We don't respond that way. And we don't pray that way. There's a lack of obedience. James said, for those of us that hear the word, we listen to the word and we walk away and we don't, we don't do it. We don't obey it. We don't live in it. We're like a person who looks in the mirror and then looks away and we don't remember who we are. That's craziness. We're like somebody who's like, whoa, who, wh what did I look like again? What, what's my language again? What do I speak again? What's my name? Who's my family? Where do I belong? What, what, what am I? Am, am I this or am I that? I don't, I don't know. Because we don't actually align our lives to the word of God. Obedience. And, and we see in the Old Testament God prefers obedience even over sacrifice. He says, I would prefer for you to give the $1 that I told you to give over here to your enemy than for you to sacrifice $1,000 over here where it's easy for you. The people accept you and love you. 
And though a thousand dollars is a sacrifice, I would prefer you give the one dollar to the enemy. And the obedience in that situation translates to God as, I love you. Oh, this hurts. Oh, this is hard. I don't want to do this, but I love you. Just like Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, can this cup pass? Can we not do this? Because if, if we can pass it, let's, let's pass. Let's go another way. But if not, if this is your will, if this is your desire, if this is where you want me to be obedient, so be it. Your will be done. Jesus was ultimately saying, I love you and I will obey you through this cup. I will obey you through this death, through this cross, through this rejection. Because my love for you will translate in my obedience toward you. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Matthew twenty two thirty seven. it's a scripture we hear so often. It's a scripture we know and many of us can quote. But oftentimes we've become so familiar with it, we don't stop to examine our own hearts and, and say to ourselves, do I love God? Do I, do I actually truly love Almighty God? Do I do the things that I see in the Word? Do I do the things that I hear in the Word? When there's an unction from Holy Spirit to go and tell someone about salvation, to lead them into truth, to, to lead them into deliverance and freedom, and I have a word of knowledge, and God tells me, go and share that right now. Do I say yes? Or do I literally shrug my shoulders and say no? No, that's uncomfortable. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to obey you. If you're walking down the hall and that gentle voice of Holy Spirit says, pick the trash up. Pick that piece of trash up and put it in the trash can. You say no. I'm not doing that. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. Whatever the case may be. No. Obedience is love to God. And he would desire that over screaming at the altar. He would desire your obedience over worship in a corporate setting and tears and hallelujahs and amens and praise the Lord's and 50 translations of the Bible and Christian music in your car. He honestly would just desire you to obey him, to pick the trash up, to go to the person and lead them to the cross, to lead them to Jesus. To end the relationship when he says it's not the one he wants for you. To stop the communication in unfruitful gardens where he says this is not fruitful for you. I don't want that relationship for you. I don't want that job for you. I don't want that partnership for you. Can you end those? Yes, sir. Obedience translates as love. Another way biblically that we understand the ability to answer this question is in 1 John. Do I love God? Because 1 John tells us if you love God, you love people. You can't hate them. Um, you can't loathe them in your heart. You can't be jealous and bitter and resent them. Sure, you can have a, a, a moment of anger toward them but you forgive them 70 times 7 like you can't just hate people and love God it's like it just doesn't work 
So 1 John 4, 7 in the Passion Translation says, Those who are loved by God, let his love continually pour from you to one another. Because God is love, and everyone who loves is fathered by God and experiences an intimate knowledge of him. The one who doesn't love has yet to know God, for God is love. The light of God's love shined within us when he sent his matchless son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love. He loved us long before we loved him. It was his love, not ours. He proved it by sending his son to be the pleasing sacrificial offering to take away our sins. I'm getting excited. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 11, delightfully loved ones. If he loved us with such tremendous love, then loving one another should be our way of life. No one has ever gazed upon the fullness of God's splendor. But if we love one another, God makes his permanent home in us and we make our permanent home in him. And his love is brought to its full expression in us. He says, no one's ever seen God. But when you love people with the love of God, they get very close to seeing his nature and his character. They see him inside of you. And so Jesus tells us, if you love me, you obey me. If you love God, you obey God. He desires obedience over sacrifice. And John, who walked very closely with the Lord, then says, you don't know love with God. You don't have a love relationship with God. If you don't love other people, you haven't experienced it yet. You don't really know what it means for God to say, I love you. And for you to say back to God, oh, I love you too. You, you don't understand when you are still hating people, rejecting people, judging people, being bitter toward people. So I'm just encouraging you and stirring you and charging you to examine your heart as I am having to do right now and say, do I love God? Am I obedient to God's word? Am I obedient to the unction of the Holy Spirit inside of me? Do I love others with the unconditional love that God has loved me with? Do I truly love God more than an outward expression to please man? Because God doesn't even see that. God doesn't even take that as anything toward him. That's what you're doing to please man. But do you love God in the manner of which you want to please God? That the inward altar of your heart is not defiled, but it's pure. And that in the private and the secret places when nobody sees you and nobody, nobody's watching you in church, nobody sees your, your nice outfit on Sunday morning and the Bible that you carry, no one um, sees your hands lifted, but they can tell you live like a true lover of God. You obey him when no one's looking. You obey him in, in every area. You obey him in the grocery store when he says go. They need, they need to hear the gospel now. There's no microphone. There's no altar. There's no pulpit. There's no live stream. There's no audience. But there's one, there's one person who needs the gospel. Go right now. And you know that you have an audience of one made up of three. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So you go because you're like, I love God. I can't bear going to bed at night knowing I'm just completely disobedient. A disobedient child 
I don't, I don't love my father. I'm rebellious toward my father. I disobey his word. But I look good and I look presentable and I know how to act out the ways of Christianity. But the inward makings of my heart are not full of the word of God, full of truth, full of absolute love and adoration and obedience to the Father. Father, we thank you right now in Jesus' name for your love toward us. We thank you there's no condemnation and there's no shame, but there is a call to higher living. There is a call to deep love for you and for others. There is a call to true Christianity. There is a call to eternal living according to Colossians 3. And Father, I just pray that you would soften our hearts to hear your word. That you would soften our hearts and tenderize us to the place that we can be honest and ask hard questions. Like, do I love God? Ask hard questions that cause you to be soft toward us. Because we've humbled ourselves. We've laid down pride to allow ourselves to ask a hard question and not to avoid it. And you become tender and gentle toward us when we say, do I really love God? And you give us the ability to be honest with ourselves, knowing there is nothing but compassion and grace and mercy and love to fall into. And that if the answer is no, the answer could easily become yes, because you are a good God. And Father, I ask that you give each person under the sound of my voice the ability to honestly answer that question, do I love God? And with your help, be brought into a place where the answer is yes, 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 and again I say yes. We love you so much, Heavenly Father. Thank you for your character. Thank you for who you are. Unchanging, unmovable love. 